seven. That's me. And Ellie, A four. That's me. And our daddy. That's me. Daddy tells us the story. I like hearing about battles, <coughs> chopping off heads, <coughs> and queens and kings. I add in the funny bits, <coughs> the disgusting bits, <coughs> and if Daddy gets boring, <sighs> I tell him. I'm so bored with being at home all the time. How are we going to beat the coronavirus? Probably the same way we beat smallpox. What smallpox? Ellie, I know this. Smallpox was an illness which covered people in hundreds of small spots. Ouch! It sounds a bit like chickenpox. It was a bit like chickenpox, but smallpox gives you many, many more spots, and it was much more dangerous. Millions of people were killed from it, and the survivors were often left terribly scarred from the pussy spots. What is pus? It's all the white gunk inside a spot. Ugh, yucky! But what caused smallpox? It was caused by a type of virus. A virus? Was it like the coronavirus? Yes, because they are both viruses. But it was much more dangerous than coronavirus. But it did spread in the same way as coronavirus, from little droplets when people sneezed, <coughs> coughed, <coughs> or hadn't washed their hands for twenty seconds. I sing Happy Birthday twice when I wash my hands. That takes twenty seconds too. Coronavirus is new, but smallpox has been around for a very long time. Two thousand years ago, the Romans thought it would be a good idea to trade with China. We did a whole episode about the Roman Empire. The Roman Emperor sent the very first messengers to China. They went there to trade rhinoceros horns, elephant ivory, and tortoise shells. Unfortunately, there was smallpox in China. Shortly after the messengers returned to the Roman Empire, smallpox spread through the empire, killing millions of Romans. Many people now think that the messengers took not just Chinese goods back to Rome, but they also took back with them the smallpox from China. Uh oh! Dangerous diseases. Coming out of China, that sounds familiar. Five hundred years ago, Spanish soldiers under Cortes arrived in Central America. Central America was ruled by the Aztecs, who had lots of gold. Cortes had only a thousand Spanish soldiers, and the Aztecs' capital city alone had two hundred thousand people in it. But the Spanish, without knowing it, had brought an ally with them. One of the Spanish soldiers had smallpox. Uh oh! I bet he gave it to the Aztecs. Yes, he did. The Aztecs had never suffered from smallpox before. The results were devastating. One Aztec survivor said, "The smallpox lasted for seventy days, striking everywhere in the city and killing a vast number of people. Sores erupted on our faces, our breasts, our bellies, and we were covered in sores from head to toe." With this devastation, Cortez and the Spanish were able to conquer the peoples of Central America. Just the one thousand soldiers. But it was an accident. The Spanish didn't mean to spread the smallpox. In the eighteenth century, a British general decided to use smallpox to help destroy some tribes in North America. He said, "We gave them 
two blankets and a handkerchief out of the smallpox hospital. I hope it has the effect of giving them the smallpox. <laughs> That's not very nice. So, this smallpox virus sounds awful. What happened to it? It doesn't exist anymore. No one has caught smallpox for over 50 years. Because they washed their hands. That helped, but really it's because scientists worked out how to create a vaccine. What's a vaccine? A vaccine is something which makes your body produce the right blood to attack a virus or germ. Usually a vaccine is something similar to the virus itself. Then if you catch the virus, the blood is already prepared to get zapping the virus as soon as it sees it. That would be useful with the coronavirus. By the 18th century, that's 300 years ago, they had realised that if people had a little bit of smallpox, they probably wouldn't die, and then they would be immune from catching smallpox again. How would you get just a little bit of smallpox? I bet you rubbed some of the pus from a smallpox spot into somebody else's skin. Exactly. Ugh, gross! But it was still dangerous to give people even a small amount of smallpox. In 1776, Britain was at war with America in the War of American Independence. The following year, the American army under George Washington was wintering in Valley Forge. Should he give his soldiers a small amount of smallpox? This might make them weak over the winter, but would protect them from the smallpox when the main fighting started again in the summer. He took the risk. It was the right thing to do. Hardly any of the American soldiers caught the smallpox in the war. And America won the war and gained their independence. I still think giving people some smallpox pus sounds like a bad idea. Edward Jenner agreed with you. Who was Edward Jenner? 300 years ago, a man called Edward Jenner was born in England. He decided he wanted to be a doctor. When he was a young apprentice, he overheard a local milkmaid saying that I cannot get this smallpox because I've had cowpox. What is cowpox? Cows used to get it, and it would give them painful sores on their udders where the milk came from. Humans could also catch cowpox from the cows. It wasn't a serious illness, but it would sometimes cause little spots to appear on the fingers of milkmaids when they would squeeze the udders to get the milk out of the cow. The 18th century was an exciting time because it was the beginning of what we now call science. Edward Jenner had a famous scientist teaching him how to be a doctor, and that man said to him, Don't think, try. It means don't just think about ideas, but do experiments to see if those ideas are right or not. Edward Jenner returned to the countryside in Gloucestershire. He noticed how the milkmaids hardly ever had any scars from spots on their faces. He remembered the young milkmaid who was sure that she couldn't get smallpox because she had had cowpox. But it was just an idea. He couldn't be sure until he had done an experiment. Now we must meet the most important character in our story. Blossom the cow. <coughs>
Blossom was a brown cow. She was very calm and patient. Every day she was milked by her milkmaid, Sarah Nelms. Edward Jenner had a cow, E-I-E-I-O, and that cow was called Blossom, E-I-E-I-O. With cowpox here and a vaccine there, here were pox, there pox, no more smallpox. Edward Jenner had a cow, E-I-E-I-O. Poor Blossom caught cowpox. She got the pussy spots on her udders. Then Sarah Nelms got one of the pussy spots on the same finger she used to milk Blossom. Sarah decided to visit the village doctor, Edward Jenner. This was his chance to see if cowpox really did prevent smallpox. His gardener had a son called James Phipps. He was eight years old. Edward Jenner made two small cuts on James's arm. And then he rubbed the pus from Sarah's hands into James's cuts. <coughs> A few weeks later, he injected James with smallpox. Stop! James could have got smallpox and died. But instead, he was completely fine. <coughs> now he had to decide what to call his treatment. He decided to call it vaccine, which is like the Latin word for cow because of Blossom the cow. Eventually, about 200 years later, everyone in the whole world had been vaccinated against smallpox. A virus which killed millions of people has been completely wiped out by scientists. With the help of Blossom the Cow. We could do with finding a Blossom the Cow to help us get a vaccine for coronavirus. Sleep tight. Don't let the bed bugs bite. (laughs) 